disposing of players and disposing of managers. We're doing a lot of trash talking this week on the Indie Ball Report podcast. All right, back again, 243 episodes later, here we are. We got dispersal drafts that may be called disposal drafts, which could be dispersal drafts, but they're a draft nonetheless, in a sense, I guess. What do you think, Ryan? I think if you don't get drafted in the dispersal draft, then you're dispersed. Of oh, that's oh. how I meant to end that sentence, got distracted. So, yeah, is that a fair way to say that? I mean, I don't want to disrespect nobody, but like, you know, it's just my thoughts. I just, I personally viewed like disposal as like players that are left over as they just put them like on those comedic cannons, you know, that they launch clowns out of and they just shoot you into like the Chesapeake Bay. I'd like to believe that's what they're doing. See, I can't even disposal without a garbage disposal, which has a much more violent sort of vibe, but maybe not more violent than a cannon. So, I mean, depends. I, don't know, up to inter- I guess in summary, up to interpretation. Well, see, in the nature of, like, say, the context of a child's uh, movie, I feel like the garbage disposal is far more intimidating and menacing than a cannon that appears to be far more uh, slapsticky, you know? Well, you know what to say. You only got to stick your hand in the wrong garbage disposal once. And see, this is the kind of discussion you get on this show, kids, on the most esoteric show that discusses independent league baseball on a, I was going to say frequent, but let's be real. Semi-frequent basis. Semi-frequent, especially depending on the time of year. Oh, especially this time of year. Because we're going to process... Because more important than this dispersal draft or the manager hirings and firings and extensions and court cases and chowder heads, more important than all of that, we're picking a hockey team today. So Yeah, man. We'll have to make sure we we keep this thing moving so we actually fall through on that because I can see us definitely getting distracted. We definitely could. So let's stop getting distracted. And let's talk about the Atlantic League having a dispersal draft for Spire City for their one-year hiatus club because they had that today. Um, everybody, but I believe it was Lancaster and Charleston, made an A-pick. Some people took one or two guys. Others took three, but that was the max taken. Um, yeah, uh, overall, there was one notable name not taken, but that was because they were part of a player-to-be-named-later trade. At least it would appear as of now that that was the case. Uh, obviously, the names you expect to go, Jose Marmolayos, which I always mispronounce, so we're just going to keep running with that, and then Ryan will correct me later. Sure, man. And that's how we'll do it. He goes to Lexington, so hopefully he doesn't sign there. I'd like to see him have a future. Um, Dustin Begg, supposedly back to Lexington. Again, uh, I don't see that happening again. I think he had enough time the first go-around, but uh, I'm not the Lexington expert, so I won't uh, comment further on that. Leo Cabrera went number one overall to Hagerstown. Max Profs also goes to uh, Hagerstown as well. So they just kind of got to go semi down the road, I guess, in the nature of geography. Stan Island got guys like uh, Craig DeDilo and Matt Rietz and uh, Maduro also. So good for them. Rowdy Reed, uh, he doesn't have to go into the stands, but he does have to go out into the middle of nowhere known as Waldorf, Maryland. Long Island gets Luke Becker. Neveroskis and Victor Capion. York got Donald Goodson, who I believe is the hard thrower, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's the one that... Uh, yes. Yep, okay. Yeah, he had a down year last year, but he uh, 
It's I, still, awesome. I still, I'll bet on anybody who can chuck a fastball, you know. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Diaz, Theo McDowell, and Nate Peden go to Gastonia and High Point. We'll get Asvaldo Abreu. Uh, so, yeah. That's the situation on that draft. That was one that was fun to wake up to and just have in my emails that a dispersal or disposal draft had taken place. So, uh, that's the situation there for Spire City. I love the uh, the different lives you lead. You woke up to it. I was spectating on it live uh, on Twitter uh, while it pays you know, to be at a work bum. like an adult. Well, see, it this is your problem for not being a bum. Not do your actual job. You should have um, just been a bum like me, and then you could have slept into one. <laughs> I'll I'll think of that next time. Uh, I'll should. see how my wife feels about that for our uh, mortgage situation. Uh, see, mortgages are just a scam. Don't trust the federal government. Oh, bro. I just realized I was saying that to the yeah. libertarian. Yeah, right? Come on, man. I'm, I'm way out there. <laughs> um, there's still draft. I'm, it, there wasn't, you know, it's hard to tell because, like, you don't know what guy's, you know, thinking or what his vibe is on things. Um, if Cabrera sticks around and goes to Hagerstown, it's a good gift for them. Yeah. Um, and Marmaleos and them, all good. Uh, the... Uh, Dustin Beggs, Lexington thing might make some more sense than you think because he did go to Kentucky, so he's a Lexington guy. Um, yeah, but I mean, that is a, a shit show over there for now. Yeah, we'll see where that lands. We're still getting rumors about what could be going on over there, so we'll see. that's another conversation. But mm. they, um, we'll, everyone keep an eye on Lexington. Something interesting could happen or, or not. All right. um, yeah, that's man, nothing life. really else. I mean, again, it's not like Spire City was, you know, run the world and full of MVPs. I mean, they were a solid roster for what they were dealing with, but like dispersal draft wide, you know, there's pieces there to be how many guys are upgrades. Yeah, exactly. There are. And especially going into a year, I mean, it's good to have guys with experience who are good enough to hang in on a roster for the year, you know, mm. going into camp. That's a good thing. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, the point kind of, when it always comes down to this and like new Britain was the same way on this, where it's like, look, I, you just can't really tell, like, who wants to be where. And, I mean, like, some guys, I'm sure, have other options, right? Like, if Leo right. Cabrera doesn't want to go to Hagerstown, he, he'll have a job either somewhere else in the Atlantic League or in the American Association, or possibly over in Mexico, too. I mean, I'm sure he could get something there as well after the year he had. So, even, like, the deal too. I mean, dude hits for power. If he doesn't want to be in Stanton Island, he doesn't have to be, so... <laughs> right <laughs> that's just kind of the situation there so it's always hard to really judge him i'm trying to think here because i'm i may be blanking on it and it very well could have happened and i just don't remember was there one for when sugarland and somerset left or were those guys just free agents i can't remember i thought there might have been thank you checking if i jotted something down about that um yeah, I don't know. There was. I can't find it anywhere in my like archive of articles. And yeah, I mean, all I'm getting is the bees and all the way back to the bluefish. And for the skiers on the show up in the middle is kind of weird. Yeah, like I don't remember there being one, but I thought there very well could have been. Just like in hindsight, they probably could have just assigned players to uh, from say Somerset to. Charleston and then from Sugarland to Lexington, they could have also done that, but it feels like they were just kind of like allowed to be, which if that's the case, it feels like a little bit dishonest to then in turn be like, hey, we asked you guys to take a year off. 
you did that. Now, the guys that were playing for you, tough, you're getting dispersed. As opposed to just letting them pick where they want to go. Yeah. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about that because my initial instinct is I hate it because it's like, well, these guys signed up to play in Frederick and now you're just setting them wherever. But I, I try to slow down and remember, like, yeah, but they could have been traded at any time. Um, and additionally, they, like any other player who has been traded in the offseason, you know, they could, they can decide not to play for that team and maybe they get traded again or released or they wait out the, um, the period that they have to wait out in order to become a free agent for Atlantic League teams or they sign another league. So I'm trying to remind myself, like, it does feel like wrong, but that's how things work. And look, I mean, if this was, you know, an NBA team, I feel like they do dispersal drafts for teams that fall apart. I'm trying to remember the last pro sports team that needed a dispersal draft. I mean, it's been a minute. Like, teams generally know, right? don't fold anymore. I mean, like, weren't the Twins and the Expos going to fold, like, back in 03 or something? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I feel like I they were true, at one but... point. Like, during that weird period, like, for a hot minute, the Giants were going to go to San... Or not San Diego. They were going to go to uh, Tampa Bay. You know, it might have been. Like, I've, I vaguely remember I might this. Be, I might be... I mean, there, like since the fifties, I'm not sure that a team has for like actually folded up. But um, it's had to have someone's in the like, 70s. I know there's someone, there, there's someone out there just yelling like, I know the answer. You guys are idiots. But um, like, like that's why you come to the show though to feel better than yeah, the host. Fair enough. I, I don't. In summary, I, I'm not sure how close they came. That's something I don't totally have them. Ramping up this discussion on this dispersal draft, um, any real other major thoughts that we have on it? Obviously, Cole Cotton being unselected because he was apparently traded for Johnny Turbo uh, is a bit of a surprising thing. Um, I, by the time this comes out on Saturday, I'm sure we will have, well, I'm not sure we'll have gotten to the bottom of it, but I'm sure uh, people will be aware of that being a point of contention. So I'm not sure if you want to talk on that or not, but uh, it was interesting that that was the trade. Especially when it was uh, the quick it. version of it is yeah. that you know Cole Cottom, who is the best catcher in the Atlantic League last year, uh, was not available in the draft because in late October, about a week ago, he was traded to Long Island. Uh, wasn't clear if that was for a player to be named later, like uh, rather to conclude a player to be named later deal. Um, and the only open deal between uh, Spire City and Long Island was for Johnny Turbo, who was had a good year. I mean. Yeah, had a good year, but he didn't play much. Uh, he was released eventually by Spire City. So it is just be, I didn't even think at first that it was possible that that was what that trade was, you know, finishing that off because it's so lopsided. It's a, you know, it's a outfielder who was released after about a month to um, the best catcher in the league. And um, yeah, it apparently was. Um, from what I hear, multiple teams aren't thrilled about it. It was an issue on a league call at a point. And the ongoing thing that I'm trying to resolve is that um, they said that uh, they said so. By that I mean whoever was speaking on behalf of the league and the league call um, seemed to indicate or straight up say that uh, Mark Minakazi was the one, uh, you know, conducting this deal. The last year's Fire City manager, uh, but based on the fact that that's a month, he would have been doing that trade a month after the team was disbanded for the hiatus and presumably not weird. employed. Yeah, so I've 
asked around to more front office sources and multiple, like every other source, every other team for the source I've spoken to has said, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, they said that, that they all confirmed that that was said, but they also said they have reason to believe that it was not the case. So this was something done at either a higher level within the Frederick organization or basically around Frederick entirely, or with perhaps Minakazi in a position where he just had to go, okay, sure, or he couldn't say no. So I don't know, that's the still unfolding part of this, but uh, definitely some feelings, man, some strong feelings on that one. There definitely is bonehead. Um, so two, <laughs> there's two media oh, okay. comments I had. One of them is a very unserious comment, which is immediately all I could think of was like, remember the old about a week ago that? So, yeah. Oh, it, I haven't said it's been years since I said about a week ago without thinking of that in my head. Yeah. So that was immediate first thing that came to my mind. A. B. Like just to really kind of impress the importance of Cole Cottom, it'd be which mm-hmm. awesome. Like maybe like the most catcher name from Boston. Like if you were to tell me, yeah, feels right. Yeah, just like yeah, my boy Cole Cottom down there. He plays over there in Newport for the golf. Threw a bunch of pitches. Guess what he did? He got him. <laughs> Out of a ball player. But <laughs> I I also love that I every time right. <laughs> Cole Cottom with the K and the C flips. It's like it's K. It's Cole with a K. It's Cottom with a C. I'm like O for seventy. I think at this point. Oh God, there's there's like a really shitty '90s rap to go with. It's Cole with a K and Cottom with a C. <laughs> Don't be no, lame. I hate that. <laughs> to be clear, he's from Knoxville, by the way. So it's not like he's from Boston. Well, that's t- we're a Red Sox hat and his baseball reference. Page. Long Island. I'm sorry, you gotta move this dude to New England. It's got to happen, which also he would tear up the Frontier League. got to hear that awful accent. Yeah, we got to get that going, first off. But secondly, just to impress his ability, I think it would be pretty fair to say he was the second best catcher in indie ball last year behind uh, Chris Herman. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, because just because Herman was, I think, importance to team and also general ability, you're trading the second best player at his position across the four major leagues for a dude that had a good year, but is not going to make anybody's top 25 list for outfielders, I think, in either league. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. So, like, it's not just, like, a deal that would be lopsided, like, a bad trade. It's just, like, a there's some questions to be asked here. It's like trading... Yeah, uh, and that's yeah. really it. And... All I've gotten was, and it's annoying. I, I hate when something's small, like occasionally, like I, the thing with any bar reporting, unfortunately, and I always, if I'm, for anyone who follows me, when I throw something out as, you know, just, int- hey, this is interesting, or side eye emoji, or rumor says, for the most part, that is I'm doing the best I can to be accurate, but I'm still looking at sometimes with the weird, sourcing and indie ball and how sources can disappear or come and go and it's the off season. Sometimes you got to put something out there and just see if, how close you are on it. But I'll always note when it's like, this is like, this is, I know this, or like this is what I'm getting from sources. That's a very different conversation. Um, and I do hope that at first, cause I, I had some fair bit of confidence and this is just from me that like, I, that this was not a player to be named later deal because it just didn't even seem realistic. 
uh, and it was, and I know we had a couple of comments, even from Michael Pfaff mm. that said, well, it's a player we name later deal. I'm like, all right. So like, let's not disc. I hope the fact is that I was, you know, incorrect in my assumption will not throw off the look that is deserved to be had at this deal of like, wait, okay. That doesn't justify what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Especially when, again, I've, I mean, at this rate, four different teams in the league talking to me about it who are not happy. So I suspect there's more. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to say like, I don't go overboard on it, but it does seem like it's always similar players involved in this, not, you know, players, but like people involved in it. It's always similar. And so like when it happens frequently, you got to ask about it. And like you said, it's just such a lopsided deal that it just seems so out of character for it to possibly be, uh, a player to be named later deal. I mean, like, it's possible. It just doesn't really feel that way. So, and like you said, it's hard to really nail shit down in this area. With all that said, I think we've pretty much managed to talk enough about uh, this dispersal draft. Hopefully, it gets added together to be coherent. And uh, the side tangent on Gary Batman, a possum, and uh, the definition of ombudsman, uh, hopefully are not too distracting to the overall edit. So that being said, you mentioned legal terminology. That's going to be important for this next bit because Tri-Cities lawsuit against Major League Baseball and the Houston Astros has been settled. Uh, the case was set to go to trial in nine days from the time where this first released. Um, we don't know the amount. We do know that it was an antitrust case. The team wanted that to go to the Supreme Court to challenge the antitrust exemption. And they were seeking $15 million as part of that suit. But it was, quote, amicably resolved, according to the Valley Cats attorney, James Quinn. Uh, MLB will manage to protect its antitrust exemption here. It doesn't particularly relate to Indie Ball, I don't really believe. But it is important because one of the more major teams on the circuit now uh, has a lawsuit resolved and it does directly go back to uh that culling of about 40 minor league teams as well so it wraps this up for probably some undisclosed dollar amount which is good for the valley cats but it also has some sort of effect because again the antitrust exemption still exists yeah i mean i think where it would reach a ball is more um that antitrust exemption continues to also allow control over not only over players but markets mm. so uh, for a new minor league team to join, I believe this is still how they're operating. Like basically, if it's within a certain number of miles of another minor league team, like there needs to be approvals from like every team involved. Essentially, it's a whole thing. So like that kind of affects indie ball teams that might be looking to go affiliated. Um, beyond that, also might point out, um, you know, it, what it, I think it, it. Okay, I think it points as well to what MLB seems to be working toward on the partner league. Mm. You know, the antitrust exemption, you know, doesn't do you any good with teams you don't control. But if you have some sort of control over them because they're a member of a partner league, then I think that uh, allows you to have a tighter grip. So that's always been my theory on what MLB is doing with the whole partner league scheme. Um, you know, take it for what it is. I'm, I believe in it. I will probably die on that hill if I wanted to, but I don't think I have to. So I think it's fairly obvious that's what they're up to. But um, also that's why, yeah, I, if you get screwed over by MLB and you think you have any sort of antitrust exemption case, absolutely pursue it because they do not want that thing going to court. 
So there's a strong, a strong, strong situation for you to probably get paid. And I mean, take them for what they're worth. It's good. You I know, got plenty I'm of not money. a big guy. I don't, I don't like the league office over there. So I'm like, well, see, I feel like you used you know, to be if fair. they want to be greedy pigs, you know, then cut into them. Like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like MLB used to be better when everything was kind of separate. Still, we had like a separate National League office and American League office and Major League Baseball. It's just kind of like the, yeah, we're unifying, we're the unifying entity, but there's still two separate entities involved in it. I miss those days. Well, diversifying is good. There's a reason Madden has sucked since they got rid of um, 2K or whatever. It was 2K, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was 2K. Yeah, for um, NFL licensing, yeah, it used to because, be 2K. With yeah. Them. I mean, it's dumb as out, yeah, because they don't really share a market, but, you know, you compete for TV time, especially nowadays. I feel like if the AL and NL had separate league offices, which I think technically they still do, but, like, they're not empowered that way. See, I thought they but were, they so, I thought they got combined. Independently. Yeah. Because I, I know I, that happened well, with MILB. They got folded into the New York office. Regardless, yeah. but you might be right, and I'm and I'm over my depth on that one. I feel like I saw they still do, but I could be way off on that. I could imagine it, but um, I look at so much old baseball stuff. I could just be thinking that. I mean, yeah, they have an honorary president, which <laughs> like, great. You have something to put on a resume. Yeah, I mean, it's Bill Giles, so I don't think he needs one. But yeah, yeah who's who we got? And the in the American Association doesn't have uh, the American League doesn't have one, so you know. Um, continuing though, I, I do just think it would be good. You know, I think it'd be interesting if, you know, there were only so many t- TV spots and, you know, every, the owners in the national league really want as many of those primetime spots as possible. And say so with the owners in the American league, I'd be interested nowadays to see what happened. But I think that's also consciously part of the reason why that's not been a thing for a very long time. And it's still not empowered to be a thing because they don't want that because that would start to cost them extra money. Instead, mm-hmm. they can just be a monopoly of sorts and um i mean not really you know, of just, sorts they are they're the only thing yeah it's gross yeah, and I hate it. they have the exemption for it so any case so any other further thoughts on tri-city um good for them they get paid and they don't have to really eat any more court fees good for them their attorney just made yeah. like probably about five mil 30 <laughs> percent. i love you think of it that way 30 percent uh, yeah and look, I mean, God that's good him. also for the stability of the organization. Like, that's always good. Like, any sort of money going in on organizations is a good thing. Just to keep everything stable, keep everything moving successfully, it's good. And that's, I mean, already shows. I think they were a great, uh, a great move by the Frontier League, especially to extend them. We'll move on to New England because they have name yeah. finalists. None of them are the Brockton Brawlers. I'm deeply upset about this. Instead, you have the New England yeah. Oysters, the New England Grinders, the New England Chowderheads, the New England Knockouts, and the Ch- New England Chowder Monsters. Chowder Monsters can go ahead and immediately see itself into the trash bin, along with Nor'easters. Grinders is kind of funny because I feel like there's a whole nother realm they can go on that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you got to assume that's not going to be it, unless they go... Like an op- full open fan vote, that's not a good idea, dude. Yeah, it's actually a horrific idea that they should really just like throw in the trash immediately. So that was um, bad. We did get 
following up on our previous or prior conversation, we did get some additional info. The, the both of us did the stuff that I got was that um, the high school there is already named the boxers. Uh-huh. Um, ownership already announced that they're going to be a New England team, so that's what we get for trying to shoehorn in the Brockton thing and different things. And that I did mention Bill Murray and people had been associated with Brockton, but apparently it's been like a decade plus. I don't know. Things aren't updated on every website. So like we were just like scrolling at the time. So that's on me for just like reading and going, I think this is a thing, but apparently it's not. Also, you got to keep in mind here, people, like a lot of times we're just free balling stuff. Like, dude, I think we do a pretty good job of like making the line. Like we're very confident in this thing that we're actually reporting and just like, we're having a fun time with this thing. It's like when we just throw out random places for expansion, the ones we're serious about, we have logic and reasoning and whatnot behind. The ones we're not, we're just like, I wonder if that's viable. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, man, I'm with you. Like, it's worth, like, we, I think we do an okay job of being like, hey, like, I don't, I have no reason to throw this out there, but I'm just thinking out loud. Like, yeah. We're just reading on the fly, trying to learn as much as I can about a topic we accidentally stumbled backward into mid episode, which is about half the topic. See, so, like, we try. It's just like every so often mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, like there's a good mix between serious and unserious and then just outright off the rails discussion here. So like some of the stuff, let's be, let's be realistic about here. That said, yeah. So New England knockouts, kind of cool alliteration, kind of like it, but it's also extremely generic. So like, mm-hmm. eh, it does play it does on have the, the boxing connection. Yeah, I get so it. it does get a plus there. Grinders, I'm sorry, that's way too close to Grinder, which I don't think we really need to be naming a team after. Although Couples Night could be phenomenal, and depending on how gutsy you're willing to get on promotional work, there's a lot that could be done there. So, that's that. I do look at Chowderheads, though, and it does feel like a very modern minor league baseball team name. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah, like, I'm kind of upset I didn't think of it, because it does kind of work, and like, I like a team name that's a little bit more serious than that, but I also understand that's not really what's in vogue, so I'm not going to force that on, you know, anything. So if we're going to go more like the lighthearted way, Chowda Heads, it's kind of perfect, actually. I like the feel of it. I like it more than Chow- Chowda Monsters is too much going on. Yeah, it's I think Chowda Heads is a, is a good feel. You already have the two name, you know, New England going. I don't like four word team names. I know we got a bunch of them going right now. I think it's. Yeah, people's attention spans are trash. Like, you on any given thing, people might read five. Like, the numbers are like it's five or six words. If like somebody sees your marketing and like just like a a graphic, they might read five words before they scroll. Like, you're using four just for your name. That's my thought process. But Mm. yeah, I like knockouts, but could I feel like it could you know blend in and not stand out when it comes to like the local you know population, which I think they really need to work to get. Yeah. Um, Plus, we have discuss have a feel. If you name a team the Knockouts, they'll go uh, the lo- the local news stations that you invite to the rollout will go. Hey, the team has a the new baseball team has a name. If you call it the Chowderheads, it'll probably get shout outs on most sports talk radio and like every news morning news program. Plus, it grabs the attention area. better too. Like when you say New England yeah. Knockouts, it just kind of flows in there. Chowderheads, as it as sounds as good. A- yeah, as long as you can do a cool logo, which, yeah. I feel like you could we'll do, think, like, some sort of... Uh, I was thinking, like, a baseball head with, like, a cup of chowder or something. 
See, I was thinking There's like definitely a, a way to do it. Yeah, is it a cup or a bowl? Oh uh, yeah, oh, but you know, because like potato, if it's a, yeah, like if it's a either way, like I'm just gonna say a bowl. Like I'm thinking like maybe a bowl with like a spoon and a bat in each hand and like kind of an angry face, like some kind of like styling off of like the Montgomery Biscuits type logo. I feel like it's the way to go with it. Hold on, I have something here. Yeah. The professional box lacrosse association already has a New England Chowderheads. Really? So I'm going to bet they don't go that direction. Spelled differently, maybe that's intentional. That could be it. So, all right, let's. All right, now let's really read tea leaves, right? So we can either say I don't think it's going to happen because it's too close. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Or they intentionally already made the decision to go Chowderheads, which I think is it takes a little bit of time to reach that maybe. To int- because they want to go with that name and they know they have to avoid the chowderhead thing. I think that I honestly feel more like the latter, especially because it feels like they're kind of rushing everything. Because wasn't only like a week or two ago that we they announced this like name contest and now like voting ends on the fourth. So like the day this comes out, you have until midnight to uh, get your submissions in or vote for this. Like they're moving quick. It's that, really clear they want to get that something. Feels done. like. Like they already have the answer. Like they just want, yeah. Like I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like this is like a Soviet uh, election. The I decisions already been made. Lexington. Here's a fun fact: Lexington Legends. They did a name the team contest for when before the counterclocks. Obviously, don't pick that. Uh, Lexington <laughs> Legends name, and the Legends did not win. Uh, I believe it was the Horse Flies that won. Which before you roll your that actually could have been really good. Think about yeah. like a almost cur- like a flying horse almost in the vibe of like donkey and shrek when he has wings um but right. i think legends worked out that's a whole other conversation but most of the time when it's a fan vote it's so we can get your input and then we will do with that what we will yeah um i think if 99 percent of um the vote was for grinders which it could be mm-hmm. um i still don't think they would do it yeah uh it's just like yeah, I don't really have a counter to that. Like, I with all of these, it always feels like, at best, the fan input's going to be used to break an office tie, right? Or if it's, like, overwhelming, then yeah. But in Yeah, I mean, if it really tells you something, sure. Yeah, but overall, it just feels like, especially in this case, too, because, like, you don't announce finalists, like, on Wednesday and then say, Saturday, end of voting. Unless you already kind of have an order placed for merchandise. Like, if, you know, it just feels like that's the case here. And I do kind of hope they're not rushing it like that. Because if that was the case, then, like, Mm -hmm. what was even the point of all this? Yeah. Like, was it just to get, like, some market pushback here? To be like, all right, is our name, like, horrifically unpopular? And we got to change it? Or is it not that bad? Here's the t- here's the thing, and, and here's why I'm starting to lean toward they're not going to do Chowderheads. Yeah. If you Google, so if if you don't know, if you haven't seen it, the, the Chowderheads um, that they're proposing are it's C H O U sorry C H O W D A H H E A D S all one word like Chowder as if it's with the accent. Um, I just searched it. Now, of course, you know things might come up differently if they actually name the team that and they have a website, mm-hmm. but like immediately, it's giving me. Do you mean New England Chowderheads, the lacrosse team? Everything all the way down the page is that. So it's just going to be a really difficult SEO situation if they're trying to do their marketing. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, also just fits so well as a name. And, like, I don't see anything else That's on here so that cool. really goes. Yeah, like, because, like, Shadow of Monsters cool. just feels like you're trying too hard. I'll send you the logo. The team's got a really cool logo. Lacrosse yeah. team. I'm like, damn, that's what they should do. <laughs> well, they would just go with it. Just take the whole brand. Just, just say, I'm going to take it. this and that and that. Well, I'll DM it to you now. But right. uh, I would encourage you give it a Google. Uh, Chowderheads spelled like the way you think. Chowderheads. Give it a Bing. Um, you'll get it. Search it on Bing. It's yeah. better for image searching. <laughs> yeah, Bing that. That's actually a really sick logo, though. It's not what I expected at all, but it's actually a really cool logo. Uh, so, yeah, like, I see the concerns, obviously, with the name being very similar for both SEO and legal purposes. But, like, same point, though. It's a really sick name and works really well for minor league baseball. So, I like, I feel like it has to happen. And if they go Chowder Monsters, I'm going to be so upset because that's just a try-hard name that just doesn't sound good. Yeah, I think Chowder Monsters is too much. I, I agree. Um no. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. New England Nor'easters could be cool, but I don't know that there's anything to it. Yeah. Um. There's a weather phenomenon. Talk about, yeah, I mean, I'm also like, hold on, like, what happens if you Google that? Um, it's like a that's already the name of uni- That's already University of New England, by the way. Yeah, I knew I knew that from exactly the same. Yeah, someone I knew was gonna um, go there. Okay, who? Yeah, like, and that's what I mean. And here's the thing I was cautioning against Southern Maryland, it seems much better now. Mm. But I always found that, like, when my entire computer was completely geared up to be like, oh, you're talking about the baseball stuff, got it. Yeah. Um, like, early on when I was covering uh, indie ball, like, I'd search Southern Maryland Blue Crabs, and like, half the results on the first page were the team, and half were like, crab recipes or whatever crab restaurants like like that's not what you want <laughs> but did you get any good you recipes out of it stuff. bro i destroy crab like oh don't, don't get don't get me going i'm about it don't get pinchy um, on me nice good work yeah. um that's the kind of thing i'm looking out for like weird stuff like that i just think you want to that's why you got to go kind of off kilter you got to think about it you know what people are going to see when they look you up. Like there's a bunch of new England grinders websites, but I think you could get away with it except for the fact that the grinders don't do that or at least go all the way with it and take the out, like whatever. And new England knockouts, I can't imagine goes anything good. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I just, whatever. but I, I just like, I agree. Childheads is the best one, but I just think you're, yeah. you're walking into an issue. Yeah, which I hope they've thought about. I, I they must have. You figure, yeah. right? You figure someone in the room's googling names. Yeah, low key. I really do kind of hope it's grinders, just because if you let a marketing department just kind of go off and go, no yeah, reasons. There's so much potential there. Tell your boys to get on grinder, like just like so many dumb little like things you can throw out there. Oh my god! Welcome to the grind house. Yeah, dude. Get weird. Yeah, like, here's the thing, too. And there's just so much potential there for oh. using grinders together. I mean, I actually love, like, the indie ball grinder connotation. Like, that's all there. Like, it's just it would be so bad. Like, I, now I am thinking about how funny the marketing could get. Like, yeah, like, you could really get out a there. Bunch of, and the thing is, yeah. too, like, I feel like, especially on, like, 
the Northeast market is especially open to that kind of thing. Like, I don't think they're going to be that offended by it at all. I think you're right. I think you can probably make it work. Yeah. It's just like, it's not exactly family friendly, which obviously don't work into it. And again, I don't feel like and you're as uptight in this area. And I also think you do have the plausible deniability. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is grind. It's not spelled the same. It, it does have a connection to the area, like of like you know a different, you know, it, a grinder being a different thing. Like, yeah, I, I, you know, I could be talked into it. I don't. It's maybe the worst option in my opinion, but I could be talked into. Shadow yeah. monsters. I don't think I could be ta- talked. No, into. not at all. Not at all. And I don't think knockout stands out enough. The other me. two are just too yeah. generic. Nor'easter, as I said, I'm really worried. Like specifically, New England Nor'easter is like literally it's New England University. Like the, uh, I'm almost like, just don't. Did you just grab this as a placeholder? Yeah. Like you didn't <laughs> want to think of something creative that people could fall in love with. Like I don't know. Oh god. Yeah. Overall, there I I'm stuck thinking of like marketing promotions for grinders and like I just picture like the mascot, whatever it is, like kind of. Like laying on their bed, like you know, '90s teen flick style, texting back and forth with like a lot, of like fifty-fifty messages, and then it just like, boom, reveals the ballpark. Uh, and, like, yeah, and whatever that mascot is, or whatever you want to do with it, that thing better be real phallic. <laughs> <laughs> it needs big gritty energy. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't show a picture of it to your grandma. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) This show is so Uh, far gone. This is the weirdest one we've done, that's for sure. This is the episode that really strays from the light of God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man-made horrors beyond their comprehension. Uh, Okay, 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 okay. Um, right. Is that enough uh, logo discussion? Because we do have coaching carousel discussion we have to get to. I mean, yeah, I mean, we talk coaching, whatever. I'll, I'll follow where you're going. All right, yeah. So we got some new additions to the carousel. I figure we'll just use this whole bit as kind of like an update to see where we're at on stuff here. We'll run through some teams and see if there's anything we really have on anything as, you know, descriptive as that phrase was there as I fumble over my words to get them out of my mouth. Uh, just like a nice grinder sandwich, and um, so so we go to Sioux Falls. It's a mouthful of meat. I wish it was a head full of chowder, but oh god, yeah. The Canaries extended Mike Myers two year extension with a club option for a third. He goes through twenty five, could go to twenty six. Been with the Orcs since oh seven, manager since seventeen. Uh, also in their press release, they mentioned that the schedule will be out in late November. So. Couple months or a couple weeks, and we'll have a schedule for the American Association. Thoughts on that one? Um, I don't know. Uh, I actually don't have a lot of thoughts on it. I mean, I think I, it's a good no. I mean, it's a, I don't have a lot of thoughts on it because it's it seems to me to be the obvious call. Um, done a good job so far. So, uh, what? Well, manager of the year this year, right? Yep, manager of the year going yep. back to the postseason. So, no notes. Yeah, keep it rolling. Like I think, I, I, my real thought is that I'm happy that Sioux Falls didn't mess around and they went out and just got the extension from them immediately. It's good stuff. Yeah, like honestly, I agree with that, and I also wonder too, like 
how easy is it exactly to find a manager for Sioux Falls too? So like you have a guy you're comfortable with, you're better off just keeping him, even if at yeah. times the results aren't there. But I also feel like the ballpark isn't doing you any favors for like recruiting guys in when it's decrepit and old. Um, I phrase that specifically is, it, too, it, by the way. It's not doing you any I understand, favors. I understand. Yeah, like it's not going to... You know. Before we... Do you have any other thoughts on the actual extension? On the actual extension, no. Uh, only actual like elaboration. I want to go with the point is obviously guys will take contracts where they can get them, but I'm just saying if there was a toss up between the two and you're playing in an old ballpark with like probably less ideal like facility on player end versus someone that's like I don't know maybe like Chicago that is a newer ballpark. Chicago is a little bit of a better choice, right? Like, come on. I, yeah, 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 you could argue that. Yeah. That's what um, I thought. My, my thing that stood out with the sort of late, I guess called late November, mid to late November announcement of the schedule is it is two or three weeks later than they did last year. Um, any theories on it or you think it's nothing? <sighs> See, like I'm kind of torn on it, right? Because like on one hand, I kind of want to speculate but I also don't have much to speculate <laughs> on, so I know it would be baseless saying, right? But I do kind yeah, of I don't think they'd be adding a team at this point. Well, yeah, it might just be no. waiting to confirm that Sioux City had a spot. I think that's more or less it. I also think it's maybe like if they they kind of want to see like, okay, remember that stupid plan that they saw for like the, here's how we could solve the five-day layoff thing. I do wonder if they're having a discussion on that because Shop seems to be proactive and I could see it being the kind of thing we'd be like if you want to do it we're open to it and just kind of like sorting out that plus keep in mind they have that champions league thing they have to keep in mind as well and figure out that so i think they just have more moving parts and i think that's more the reason than anything else and also like you said sioux city making sure they're there also because you can't add a team at this point a you need a travel team to go with them aaron mm-hmm. b it's just too late in the cycle to do that now you I mean you'd be setting up for failure so like it would have to be wait a year and then go go in in 25 as opposed to 24. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, so that's my only thought there. Huh. Uh, going to Winnipeg, they have fired Greg Taggart after a 43-57 and 57 season. And Logan Watkins will be his replacement. Obviously, Logan, 500 guy, was in Cleburne last year, 34 years old. So he's a young guy. He knows, you know, he's a player's guy. He's, uh, honestly, I thought did a pretty good job in Cleburne, which I would say is one of the more difficult places to recruit to just because of the travel yep. conditions and also the fact mm-hmm. that you're playing all your home games, 50 of them, in sweltering Texas heat, which is not really a fun time for anybody. So, obviously, the travel's not much easier in Winnipeg. However, it is somewhat easier because you do have some closer opponents, even if you do have a border you have to go across. So, uh, overall... I think it's an upgrade. I think it's a definite improvement. Uh, I know there's an argument we had that, you know, Tiger was only like seven games under 500. Is the result different something? I uh, just, I'm kind of been of the opinion as of late, especially more and more I hear about Greg. It's just like, I feel like he's a little bit out of step with the modern ball player. So in that sense. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. So I feel like in that sense, it's a positive decision for Winnipeg. And I do appreciate them saying all right we did this one year we acknowledge that this probably won't get better 
Let's not waste time. Let's not drag this out. Let's get it over with quick and now. And I think the fact that they went from a guy that's been doing this for a long, long time and quite certainly has one mindset to a guy that really has only managed for, what, about two years and uh, is a much younger guy and has a much different outlook. I mean, in the press release, he explicitly says, I describe myself as a player's manager. And I feel like that is, you know... I think there's a reason for that. So I do think it's a little bit of a 180, maybe not full 180, but like a 90 degree turn on it. And I think that's a positive decision for Winnipeg. I also think Logan's a good manager too, on top of that. Yeah. Um, I think he, he seems, I, I don't know Cleveland as closely as I know some other organizations, but he seemed to be a good vibes guy. Yeah. It seems like is. maybe what Winnipeg was lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is, a different challenge than Cleaver, almost like one extreme to the other. I mean, literally in many ways, but I think that is a more optimal situation for him. So I'm thinking he might be able to make, make something out of this. I, I think this was a step up for everybody involved, honestly. Absolutely. And I do wonder if you have more resources in Winnipeg than you do Cleaver. If feels like that would be the case, they're a more established mm-hmm. team. They've been doing this longer. I feel like their funding may be a little bit better because they certainly seem to, at least I, it feels like they do better numbers when it comes to financials than, say, Cleburne does because, you know, again, it's kind of hard to convince people to go to a minor league ball game in Texas in the middle of the summer when it's really hot. So, like... Yeah, I mean, who knows exactly what the finances look like behind the scenes, but I yeah. would say the optics certainly... Yeah, from the outside looking in, better. it certainly feels that way. I will agree. I like the hiring, though. I like the decision. Yeah, man. I'm I'm there with you. But, yeah, I do wonder, though, like, just to kind of switch gears and kind of bring us into the carousel yeah, here. Sorry. You have another yep. really long-term guy that's been around indie ball for a, a while now, and Greg Taggart entering the fray. I do wonder a bit where he lands, if anywhere, because it's quite clear it feels like manager or bus type situation there. And, you know... Yeah. I kind of assume if I don't hear anything about a team, you know, making an announcement about their staffing, either the guy's staying put or it's an open position. Like, Winnipeg didn't mention anything about it. They just go, new guy. And I get it, too. There's no sense in saying, hey, we're letting this dude go unless you're going to say we're going to do, like, a search or something like that. Most fan bases, I don't think, really are that tuned into it. So I get it. No sense in dragging somebody's name out there if the fan base doesn't care. But... I do wonder what openings there are that he would be a fit for, right? Like, everybody else either seems to have a a manager they like or is good or just wouldn't be a fit for him, you know? Because it feels like it's American Association as the primary decision maker here for Taggart. Like, you got to be one of those jobs. So, if you look at it from that perspective, he's not going to get Kansas City. He's not going to get Milwaukee. He's obviously not going to get Winnipeg. He's probably not going to get... Uh, Gary, I feel like they're kind of done with that. Um, Chicago, maybe, but I don't think so. Um, Lake Country seems to be happy with where they're at. Sioux City, obviously not. Sioux Falls, obviously not. What does that realistically leave? Like, Cleburne? Which I kind of feel like Pete has um, the inside track on, if he wants it. Yeah, I mean... I feel like huh. oh man yeah part, 
you, so we're thinking American Association because really yeah. all I'm thinking, my, my first thought was like, New England? <laughs> um, no, no, no. The kind of place I'd be like, oh, a veteran guy. But um, yeah, especially for what I hear about the budget. It'd be tight. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Might be sitting out. That's what Suck. I feel like. I feel like it gotta be because like Cleburne's the only job that I could think of, really. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I'm just scrolling through, seeing what else is out there, but doesn't. Yeah, man. Because you know, it won't be uh, Atlantic. It's it, it's so. By the way, this is a bad time of year to get let go. So that's oh yeah, it's like worth noting. Worth noting. I don't know. That's fascinating to me. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just, hoping. Like, if you go through the teams here, we'll just go through them one by one. Just assuming American mm-hmm. Association, I don't think uh, he would go Frontier. It feels like you know, it just wouldn't vibe right. But maybe, but still, uh, Fargo, no. Coasties there. Calpha Pietra in Kansas City. No. Lincoln's there, but I, we don't really know what Brett Jody's doing. If he winds up going out mm-hmm. east and opening that gig up, I can maybe see Greg stepping in there. That kind of works, but like, ah, even then, I don't really feel that one. Yeah. Both the Sioux we went through already. He just got canned from Winnipeg, so that's out. Barone's in Milwaukee. They're not going to move there. Lake Country's content. George Samus is in KC, meaning Kane County, so that's not going to change there. If Gary wants to move on from Lamar and go back to Greg, I guess that's a choice they could make. But, like, again, that doesn't feel like the right choice to make. Then Cleburne's yeah, the only... other choices. Yeah, fair, but, like... For, and that goes both ways, team and manager. Fair. I mean, like, if I'm the team, though, I'm like, you already know what he's going to do. Like, at least with Lamar, you have the hope that he's going to improve. Mm. You know, like, I, maybe at this yeah. point, it's like a a prospect you brought in that you really were expecting. But, like, after two years, you're like, yeah, he's only 23. He can definitely get better. But it's like, we're not really seeing a lot here to make us think that. Outside of like he's twenty three and had potential, so like I feel like it's kind of that's where we're at in Gary. But like even still, I I'd roll the dice on him. I mean, he hasn't been that much worse than Tagger was his last few years. Like we already went over Cleburne. I mean, I guess depending what the situation is in Chicago, but like I feel like there's better options in Chicago. Probably better options in that dugout still, if they need to make that switch. I mean, PJ is still out there too. True. That's spoiler true. alert. PJ Phillips in Jersey probably is not happening. Like, New Jersey's cutting budget. Tagger to New Jersey. So I would. I would. Does not seem like the type of energy Pete's looking for. So yeah. keep that on a swivel. <laughs> if if your team is looking for a manager and you see, yeah. you know, see an opening, might be a. There might be an extra name also thrown in because this is in Canada. I got to make a graphic. I got to make that's what I should do. I keep meaning to make that same graphic. graphic too. Yeah, I think I'll do that. That that'll put I'll put that on the to do list. We'll get a, a coaching carousel graphic going because I keep thinking it's cooling down, and I look around and I'm like, huh, not really, dude. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm looking yeah. through here, and it's like I'm because I'm even willing to look at like Western Frontier League teams, and it's like we just had a hiring Windy City. 
Washington's mm-hmm. not going to move their guy. Schomburg's not going to move their guy. You have Gateway who's not going to move their guy. Just had the hiring last year in Florence, so I assume that's not going to change. Evansville's not going to move their guy. That really leaves, like, what, Joliet and possibly Lake Erie? But I imagine Lemieux's probably back. We haven't heard anything about Schlereth, but I don't know about him. So, like, neither one of them seems to be, like, you know, that great of an opening. I mean, if you don't have any other choices, then sure, go for it. But, you know, I'm just not really... I'm not really seeing much here. So I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, do what I said. It's a bad time of year to get let go as a manager. I mean, it's... I don't know what happened from the outside looking in. It looks disrespectful as all hell. Yeah. Um, dragging someone that long. Um, it, it's... Yeah, if you're going to fire, that's fire. Why I think the Jersey situation is so fascinating, too, because, like, I mean, it, everyone around that situation seems to be like thinking that you know that's they're gonna be you know looking for a new manager except nobody on the jersey side wants to make it official mm. so it's like all right like when are you gonna like when are you gonna do that i, I think if you're waiting into mid-october and depending on when the season ends if you're waiting more than like two weeks past uh to announce this sort of thing it's like what are we doing mm-hmm. Um, it's making it difficult not only on the manager now who would like come on us be professionals here mm-hmm. um, but it's also making it difficult on you the team to find somebody because a lot of guys are already having jobs and entertaining um, options so at least the top ones are yeah so quick just um, note here it, looking at like open jobs in the American Association here not managerial well, jobs but just like open I guess more front office or sales related Cleveland's looking for a lot of salespeople. Gary's looking for a marketing director. Uh, Sioux City needs a tickets director. And Lincoln looks for a turf slash groundskeeper assistant. Also, a I'm not lot of t- out for anything. Yeah. Baseball ops. There isn't baseball ops. But if you're looking for a baseball ops guy, yeah. call me. All right. Let's take a look. While we're doing this, because this is kind of coaching carousel E. Ooh, we have Stan Island's looking for a chief revenue officer. <laughs> They're looking for revenue. Yeah. Uh, uh, Southern Maryland wants a marketing have coordinator. Have seen me? Putting that revenue on milk carton. Bro, interesting job here for those that are interested. Uh, Hagerstown needs an executive chef. So they're going to have a chef. There you go. Let's see. Anything else? I mean, Lexington yeah. needs uh, some clubhouse attendance and a clubhouse manager. Yeah, they always do. Bro, Stan Island's really hiring here. Uh, group yeah, man, executive, uh, senior director of marketing and communications they need, social media director, and Lancaster has all their internships up already. So good for them. I mean, yeah, that all tracks. Yeah. So, let's see. And while we're here, we might as well look up the other two leagues here. Um, Washington needs a trainer. So, that's a thing. Yeah, they need an athletic trainer. Um, Food and beverage manager in Tri-City. Deck the Y'all Holiday Lights technician. That's hiring if you're in Florence and you want to do some electrical work. Uh, If you want... Oh, dude. 
dude, dude. We got multiple mascot opportunities, both Herbie the Miner and the Y'all's Water Tower. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Besides the play-by-play -play commentator in New Jersey, which makes me think Reed may be out there. That's kind of interesting there. Um, there's also an assistant GM position open in Sussex County. I should apply for that. And then the Wild Things also are looking for a mascot. Great Falls, I'll do your baseball ops job for free if you fly me out there for homestands. I'm not moving fully out to Great Falls because you're not going to pay enough for a full-time gig. So keep it, fly me out, <laughs> and then I'll work from PA while you guys are on the road. So I don't get, you know, so I still have a full-time job, obviously. Um, and you're like, hey, Ryan, can you do that kind of job with a full-time job? Um, already doing it, guys. <laughs> uh, I have a full-time job and I live all night doing indie ball stuff because I hate myself. Oh, I, but like this free house. Hey, keep it. <laughs> I'll sleep in the clubhouse when I'm local. It's fine. Like they'll find you. I'm a, open. A hey, dude, I'm open to a weird arrangement with the team as long as they're open to a weird arrangement with me. My God. Low key, though, I've seen the baseball operations uh, options out there. Yeah. So, seriously, though, maybe call me. <laughs> Got you, Great Falls. I, I know what you're looking. I know. I, I see the lay of the land too, and especially because you're looking at essentially part timers who seem to be getting. I don't want to assume probably a stipend. I think we can do better than that. I think we could do better than that. I think. I think we could. Yeah. Together. Okay. So like here, here's what I'm thinking. I think collectively between the Voyagers, you and myself, you could do the baseball off stuff. I'll loop in on this marketing and promotions angle they have, and we can make something happen here. I feel like we can make something I mean, great happen here. I think we could at least win. Could you get them to the playoffs? Win 10 more games. That no. sounds like a playoff berth. Not year one. Not year one. We're not no. looking year one. They year do, one, team, we want to see improvement. That team, yeah, that team was 33 and 60 last year, but. We're looking for. Okay, it, I, we discussed them last week with Rempe. Sniffing forty-five wins. <laughs> I, I think just and like look. I don't know what the budget situation is. That could be freaking impossible. Like I'm like that's like ideal situation. You could and that's easy for me to say. But like no, like I, I sincerely believe like a, a a highly focused like baseball operations person could just do really well. I've seen it. Like we, we know the baseball operations people that thrive. Yeah. Like there's a there, there's a type. <laughs> like it's. Could you get them to five hundred? It's not complete confidence in my own skill level. It's complete confidence in my own willingness to not have a life. So the real question we got to ask here is: Could you get Great Falls to a five hundred record in year one? No, absolutely not. I think in two years it's reasonable. Okay, what's your three-year plan on this? What would be the three-year plan without knowing the layout? Obviously, that changes a lot of things once you see the layout and the budget and what recruiting's like going on out there. Um, I think like the mar the milestones and markers here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I mean, yeah. it's going to have to be slow improvement. It's it holding on to what's good on the pitching side and then slowly making the improvements there. You can kind of make some wholesale changes on the offensive side, and you should be okay, even though. Um, they do, I mean, they do have a younger team too. So I'd have to like look through more of that, but like 
Pioneer League, I think you can run a pretty good three-year cycle of, um, you know, trading guys are about to, you know, are, are close. If you think your window is a year and a half away, <laughs> or at least you can move guys who by then are probably going to be beyond your roster restriction. Yeah, they're going to age out. Put them on better teams, get some young guys that they like, that you are pretty, you know, some of those teams are pretty reliable finding a good young guy too. So you can you kind of have a second opinion on it just by doing the deal. Yeah. Um, the yeah. I think up. that would be the way. And then just kind of make sure you have the, the coaching and the structure in place that they can get through some tough times and great falls and they're actually improving and not just sitting in the mud. Um, and kind of watch your guys who are going to be those people that you know, okay, like we can actually ride with this team and like this guy and have him be a part of a good team moving forward. And this is just a guy, this is just what he is. And, and we're going to go our separate ways. Like that's super vague and super easy to say, but like, I think I didn't think you can give me any pioneer league roster. And I'll probably tell you that's probably what they should be doing. <laughs> like um, it, they have Missoula. a weird roster restriction thing where it is a quick turnover over there. It's almost like running a college team. Okay. Oh, I don't know, dude, Missoula just keep doing it. Keep doing the thing. Honestly, that's the problem with Great Falls too. Is I feel like no matter how good you do, I look in front of you like, oh, but there's billings in, my, in Missouri. Go, yeah, I'm like you're two. You might have a playoff shot. You're gonna want to get a wild card though. <laughs> like, yeah, because uh, like here's the thing: like they crazy. weren't bad in the second half. Like they weren't good, but they weren't no. bad either. They're eight games under 500. Like that, you could work no, with which that. is really impressive. And that's why you know, looking at that, I'm like, well, they might be able to do the 500 thing. Yeah, and um, plus they finished just like down. one in nine of their last ten too. So they were five hundred going into the last ten games. So like, if you could flip some of those yeah. results at the end, you know, and I want like I forget who is who they finish with. That matters a lot. Like who was their last ten games against? Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, because I mean, if they're playing like Missoula in the last ten, it's like oh yeah, no shit, they're gonna go one in nine. Because uh, I remember they were like, were they flirting with a potential playoff spot? At one they were getting a little dangerous. Let's wild. see. Great Falls played Boise. So look, man, they might be able to to do it. <laughs> I don't love them playing um, Boise there and losing you know, like that to Boise. Uh, oh, Billings, might not be Billings was a series. Billings, okay. Billings, yeah. That's well, legit. Okay, I can live with that out. loss. And they were one and two against them, so I can live with that. Yeah, the Boise one's a tough one to take. Glacier, Glacier is a tough one to take. Yeah, Glacier. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it, but if I, I remember yeah. right, they were fairly competitive with Missoula going into that series. Yeah, I, I wonder they had a doubleheader, then they had a a win. They took two out of three to Missoula, but I wonder if they like. I'd have to look back at the box. I wonder mm-hmm. if they blew out the pitching a little bit and then were just playing catch up. And then uh, not having pitching against Glacier is a bit bad because they can pop on you every once in a while. Yeah. I genuinely forgot how outraged some of these scores were in the Pioneer League 17, 12, 23, 4. Dude, it's football scores for sure. Oh, God. I can see it now. First thing you say to the pitcher when they get off the bus, go, son, I hope you don't care about your ERA. Because it is not going to get better here. Then you tell um, Great Falls is definitely improvable. Yeah. So if you're listening, Great Falls, you got your guy. Go hire him. Now watch. We totally overlooked the fact that like Rempe got like baseball ops and manager at the same time. Right. 
Wouldn't that be just so us? Well, baseball operations coordinator for the record. It's probably not signing players. They're probably mostly on travel. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, in fairness, he actually did get named manager and director of baseball ops. There you go. Uh, you know, it was a fun discussion while it lasted. Not interested. Not interested. Not interested. He's full control. And a gun. Don't ask questions. It's it's Montana, dude. That is, they don't ask questions. It's true. Yeah. it's You cross the board and go there. Going back to other job openings there, how would you feel about being the uh, the mascot for Lexington? <laughs> I'm good. You sure? Hard out. Hard out. Dude, I wouldn't want to be the owner of Lexington. <laughs> okay. However, the chief revenue officer in Staten Island. You cannot be the officer of something that doesn't exist. Well, then think of it like this. You're getting paid to do nothing. God, that's so brutal. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is revenue. There's just not profit. Well, hey, like, honestly, I'm reading the description here, and like, I got to be real with you. It doesn't seem like it's that hard. <laughs> I mean, that's where I got a business degree. Yeah. You're looking at the job posting now? Nah, don't need to. You sure? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident. So I guess we'll wrap up the coaching carousel with, there really isn't too much to say here. Uh, If you get let go at this point, they must really not like you. And uh, I think it's fairly safe to say at this point, there's openings that weren't publicly announced, then they're not going to be until they get filled. Maybe, yeah. Or until, like, if there's an opening that's not official, and then that manager who had that fills in the role, then you got to say something, which is always a fun, uncomfortable thing. He just say, like, Oh, yeah, by the way, we mutually agreed. Manager. Is, is that where we get uh, the we mutually we agreed? This was best. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So that's really all we got for baseball talk. What little there is in this hour for 40. Um, Jesus. So, being that we were just off topic, let's continue to go off topic. Because you got to pick a hockey team. Oh, shoot. Are we doing this now? We might as well. We've been teasing this thing All for right. three weeks. Hit or patter. All right. Um, so, just to recap. I mean, last week, we had we narrowed them down. Yeah. We got Ducks, Yotes, Canes, Jackets, Stars, Oilers, Panthers, Preds, Fish Sticks, Flyers, Sharks, Bolts, Knights, and Kraken. We could probably start removing teams from here. I mean, how do we even go about it? Yeah, I mean, what's the? We're uh, gonna. I'm gonna say the team. You're gonna tell me what the appeal is, and I'm gonna tell you why it's a good or bad decision. Uh, okay, let's fair. keep it simple. We don't need to make this extravagant. We can make it simple. Just yeah, go fair. with it. This is grinder, baby. Just go with it. Grinder, baby. Just go with it. Oh my god, that should be the, that should be it. <laughs> I'm telling you, like honestly, New England. I know you're listening. Hire me to do your marketing begging you to make sure you google all these names <laughs> oh phenomenal all right so anaheim what's the appeal with the anaheim non no longer mighty ducks oh i like the 90s vibe of the ducks they got young dudes on that team i found like i watched a couple games i've been trying okay um i feel like i could be ahead of the curve with that team like i don't really love the idea of jumping on a team that's like good right now but i also want to jump on a team that's going to suck forever okay so i feel like they're a good team where i could kind of get in early um, I, both of us born in 93 okay. plus, and, um, 
I like they have that minor league team, like the San Diego Goals, which is a whole the vibe. The Goals are a vibe. Yeah, I like the Goals a lot. Yeah, so the NHL team. Though, though, what hurts the fact that their ECL, ECHL team is named the Oilers. What are you doing? Tulsa Oilers. Trash. Yes. Change that immediately. <laughs> All right. Is there any reason why? Because the Goals thing is actually a historic thing. Like, there was a old WH. L team, I believe it was. Either WHL the Oilers are another team. Oh, no, he's Pacific Coast League. My mistake. Yes. The Oilers are just another NHL team's name. You're having your AHL team name that? That's embarrassing. ECHL, it's like high A hockey. Okay, so like, let's keep yeah. this in perspective. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but still, like, if the Phillies, like, high A team was called the Yankees, I'd be a little weirded out. I mean, like, for a while there, they just do common things like that. Do you want them calm? Do you want them to be called, like, the Tulsa Ducks or something? I mean, I'm sure there's something else going on in Tulsa. Don't ask me what. I mean, like an like a heron. There, pick a bird. <laughs> you know, like, there you go. Tulsa herons. That works. All right. Now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going from there. So, you make some good points with the Ducks here. I'd also counter by saying you never have really guarantees in this sport they're going to get better. They're also probably pissed off some of their RFAs by the way they negotiated, particularly with Drysdale because he didn't play the last two games, just kept him from getting Arbrights before he signed this. Uh, that's in the uh, weeds. Like some roster manipulation? Kind of low-key. Like It was one like of those where like, what, he yeah. probably could have played, but it was like he chose not to play, but did he choose not to play, or did Pat Verbeek just be like, hey, you're not going to play these last two games because, like, you should take it easy. We don't want you getting more hurt than you are. And also, if you play them, then you have arb rights. I don't like service time manipulation. Yes. I'm pro player. So I don't that's the thing. Plus, West Coast, that's going to be a lot of late games. A lot of them. That is a problem. Pro side, though, is when they come out east, those games are normally cheaper to see. So that's a factor in that, too. True. But you do have the manipulation and I don't there. sleep much. That's fair. That's fair. And also, I mean, like, your West Coast start times are like 10 o'clock. So, I mean, they're awesome. wrapping up around... Well, we're also seven. taking way too much time talking about the Anaheim Ducks right now. Yeah. So, we'll leave the Ducks at that. A solid choice, but, you know, okay. I think you could do better. I'll put it like that. I think okay. you could do better. Plus, add on the jersey. That's the thing, too. Most of these guys have ads. Not all of them, but most. Uh, Coyotes yeah. here. Um, I love the look, man. That jersey's amazing. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. I got, I got family in that area. Okay. Uh, I don't care if they move because they're already far from me. Okay, um, that's a huge low key indie ball vibes. Unsuccessful business in a ballpark they in a in an arena they shouldn't be in. Uh, possibly moving, sketchy ownership. Joke so Gastonia, the understood. Like, big indie ball vibes for me. Um, and yeah, point. it just feels like if in all those ways, it feels a little bit like home. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not wrong with that, but they also have this tendency to have to sell off anything worth a damn. They've only had really, I think, like, two or three playoff appearances in their history. And, yeah, they are a kind of a constant problem child. Um, so, so I haven't missed much. That's, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could look at it like I can't that. think of a single great player that they ended up getting rid of. I mean, I mean, like, well, Keith Yandel kind of. Um, I mean, they really haven't had any good. Be there. I mean, Wayne doesn't. He's a coach that doesn't count. I mean, it depends. Are you counting like Jets 1.0 as part of that history or not? 
because they were birthed from yeah, the historic I guess team now. too. So like, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Fair like enough. that's a that's a strike. I personally state clear of the Yotes. They're kind of just like a disaster case in my opinion. Okay. Now, if you don't care All if right. they move, then I mean, like, fine. Uh, either way, brings us to another team uh, that was kind of stolen to be put where they are now in uh, Carolina. Okay. Feels like I haven't missed much because, you know, they haven't really been around that long. They want to cut. Um, the vibes are chaotic. They seem like they're crazy and their fans are weird. Um, familiarity with Brindamore because he was a flyer, so that's like the extent of my hockey knowledge. Okay. Um, Whalers jerseys as throwbacks, very hot. Um, bunch of jerks. That's the only thing with them. That feels like a thing with me as well. Okay, um, but, uh, North Carolina's a vibe. Storm surge. I don't know what that means, but okay. yeah. So I could break some of that down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so first off, storm surge is like their post-win celebration thing. They did it, and that's the birth of the uh, bunch of jerks thing because. Don Cherry was a hockey coach for a while and a hockey commentator. Right, right. Called him a bunch mm -hmm. of jerks. So that's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a F you old man type of thing. Now, it's kind of funny they do that being that their owner, you know, made his money on payday loans. So like, okay. Mm -hmm. you know, which I hate, which might be a deal breaker for me, honestly. Yeah. And also, I mean, he bought and folded a football league in like four weeks. So not great there. Mm -hmm. um, Jersey thing, he received a lot of backlash on there for that too. Um, Mainly because, like, it's kind of been, like, that's Hartford's thing. Like, yeah, you own it, but it's Hartford's thing. You don't touch that mm. logo and that, yeah. all that comes with it. Likewise, earlier you said you didn't really want to jump onto a team that was good, kind of bandwagon-ish. They are yeah. a good team, yeah. so that's bandwagony. And also, I mean, you have missed a bit. They went to, like, two different cup finals, a bunch of Eastern Conference pieces. Mm -hmm. They won a cup in 06, too. Granted, if you ask Oilers fans about that, they're going to be upset about that. But uh, I personally just would, you know, say you don't really need it. Plus, the vibe really isn't that great when, like, a real team comes to town because the real team people buy them up. I'll put it like this. If they yeah, play a team from the tri-state, they have to restrict sales to just North Carolina residents because they know. That's funny. Yeah, the okay. Bolts do that too, but we'll get to them later on. And by the way, when they do right. that, Ranger fans still find a way in. We all know someone that lives in those states, and we just use that address. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> so, Got it. Like, it's not like, come on. Uh, Columbus. Um, I love they have a cannon. Very cool cannon vibe. Is a plus. Um, again, definitely feel like I haven't missed much. I like that they usually suck. That's kind of endearing. Uh, I think it's, okay, they I think it's suck. hilarious that yeah. Columbus made Cleveland their minor league club. Just like little boy in Cleveland. So funny to me. Um, I, I Again, the the cons on the other side are that they do usually suck. That Columbus a is a kind of a beat city, in my opinion. Um, the logo looks like some crappy, generic all-star team logo. My, like, I don't know, to me. What was Cannon logo? And, and that whole damn Babcock thing, dude. That, yeah. um, that was enough for me to maybe be like, e I might be all right. I mean, like, I'm not sure you want to sign up on that. Plus, keep in mind, most of the good players demand trades out of there. Yeah. Also, if you right. want to look up Jeff Carter and Adam Foote there, uh, they really screwed that city over. Got traded there, then demanded a trade, but said I would only go to like one of three places, so they got no deal whatsoever. So Ooh, Fair enough. Yeah, so like, I'm just telling so, you, like, mm -hmm. there's suffering involved in that. Okay. If you want to sign up um, for that, by all means, go for it. But like, they're oh, suffering. No. 
I think I'm good on scratching Carolina and Columbus. All right, so let's for, mark for sure. Let's mark that down. We don't even have to make a decision today. Let's get it down to like finalists. Let's give our final five, like New England yeah. did, and then give nobody there time to vote. All right, so let's go to stars here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we still got ducks and yotes there. They're still in here. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas stars, Dallas stars, formerly I've Minnesota. Kind of, well, I've always kind of liked their vibe. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. It's just. It's so different having a team in Dallas. I think it's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, probably drives Canada crazy when they're good, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's better options for the, that. The cons are Dallas yeah, in general. Yeah, Texas um, in general, really. They don't really seem to do a lot of exciting stuff. Stars is also a very dumb name, in my opinion. I get the North Stars connection, but like, okay. And I hate that their AHL teams also in the Stars. I want to bounce my head off the table every time I see that. <laughs> Um, and it's the Texas but they, Stars, too. The HL team is what the Steelhead, so it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, but those affiliations change a lot normally. Yeah. Not, not in Reading, baby. <laughs> Locked and loaded. All right. So, yeah. Uh, you also got to keep in mind, again, this is a buying high situation, certainly. Um, Fair. Also I on there. they were good, yep. so maybe that helps. Also on there. Um, I would say the one cup they won, definitely under <clears throat> controversial circumstances there. That foot was in the crease. As dumb of a rule as it was, it was still a rule at the time, so not great there. And you screwed over the city of Buffalo that quite literally has nothing. So, you know, you're kind of kicking down there. Uh, as far as that, uh, only other concern that you may want to have here is their ownership does tend to call out players. It's a fairly common mm-hmm. thing. Uh, normally the star players that he's paying is like for what they make, they got to be better. That's been almost a verbatim quote for two years now. Uh, so there is that there. Um, I'm trying to really think what else. Um, Jamie Ben's got some comments that are interesting too, but, uh, <laughs> same thing with Tyler Sagan come to think of it. Um, yeah, I really don't think there's too much else here. I mean, like, there's not much there. Again, like, they kind of stole a team from a better market, I guess. But, like, I mean, that's how a lot of teams are, so I don't really know. So. I'm keeping it tentatively for now, but we'll see. All right. We got the Oilers mm-hmm. up next. Oilers. Um, I like that the kind of, like, the weird maybe forgotten team up in Canada these days. I don't know. I just never think of them. So right. kind of a vibe. Uh, McDavid. Throwback um, jerseys are kind of sexy. Oh, wait. The, the Condors are a good minor league vibe. Yeah. Although that's a far place um, to go from Edmonton to uh, Bakersfield. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I'm also like not my problem. So I probably <laughs> won't be going to either much. Um, yeah. uh, cons in my head. How do you lose Gretzky? Uh, I know there's first a documentary off. about it, but I don't care. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It feels like it feels like they're like potentially the Los Angeles Angels of the NHL because they have like some really good players, and it feels like they're about to waste them. So I mean, like they've also I'm developed. A concerned them. about that. That is a concern, definitely. I would say of all the good teams on here, they're probably the least front runnery. Um, Dreisaitl also has a very kind of attitude, especially towards reporters. I think you'd like, um, mainly when one asked him why he was being pissy and he responded in kind. Um, so that's kind of a cool plus there. Uh, their goaltending just straight out sucks and has always sucked really since Dwayne, eh, Cabby Borgum was all right, but 
really the way we have goals as a culture. Yeah, that's kind of a thing here. So, like, you also have to wonder, you may honestly be walking into an Angels-type situation. Again, you have these late games, and they're going to be late games in Canada. And also keep in mind, when the Oilers do well, Canada's going to be happy. So I'm not sure if you really want that. Mm, I don't like when Canada's happy, that's for sure. Exactly. And there's not no really... No offense, Quebec, Winnipeg, people. So that's where the Oilers stand. So that's really all we got there. There's some interesting guys there, but there are also a lot of just, like, I guess uh, 508 file not found type moments. Also, they managed okay. to kind of screw up you. having three straight first round picks. Yeah, that's a tough scene for sure. Yes, yeah, so that's not great. Even them as a hesitant lead, I'm, they're, they're in it still, but we'll they're still in the top four. They're still there. Yeah. Like this. All right. We got the Panthers. Oh, yeah, I got. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of endearing that they're in a weird spot. Oh, <laughs> I what, think built uh, across from a mall near a swamp. Yeah, man. Why not? Uh, most of the Florida is built like that anyway. Fair. Um, they seem young and they seem like kind of fun. Nobody seems to care about them, which is kind of a vibe. They might get moved, also a vibe, and don't care if they get moved because they're you know Florida is not really convenient to me. <laughs> um, Year of the Rat. Don't know really the full story there, but it seems like a vibe for me. Um, um, yeah, TLDR. I, just, I think yeah. I, at my core, I love a team that shouldn't exist. This kind of feel, and the Florida Everblades is sick as hell. So yeah, I will tell you this: throwback jerseys are really good for them. Um, reverse retro. I was gonna say, too. I feel like their jerseys used to be a lot cooler. Their they did. jerseys kind of suck. Yeah, if you look at the ones from the '90s, way better, way better. Um, yeah. Rat story uh, during their Cup run year, where they then got smacked by Colorado. Uh, their captain at the time, Scott Millen, be killed a rat in the dressing room using a hockey stick, and then that got That's out. Do. It's Florida. And, yep, and so then everybody started throwing plastic rats on the ice for like hat tricks. So they became rat tricks. As you do. Yep. Then also after wins. So. That's that's kind of the thing there. Someone in that state has to support the fake rat market. Exactly. Um, moving is not really a concern. I think they have a pretty good uh, deal to stay at their you know now rotating name stadium, and I think the plans for them to move <laughs> into actual Miami when that lease is up. So that's not really a concern. They are a bit of a younger and funner team, but they are not necessarily young. Like Kachuk's young, but like Barkov isn't as young. Ekblad's not really young. Cap crisis probably upcoming because Bob Rovsky's making ten million, and you really don't need a goalie making ten milli, um, not in this cap league. So there's that. Um, overall, though, not too much else that's really kind of crazy. There, very cheap to see a game there. I will tell you that. I mean, you could get season tickets for like five hundred dollars, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I've looked it up before to try and do the math to see if it was worthwhile for me to get these, sell everything that I don't want, and then see if I can't make money. And the answer is, you probably could. So, uh, solid on the list here. Very much just kind of, they're there. They're solid. Uh, as far as vibe teams go, Preds are certainly a vibe team. Yeah. It's my best friend's favorite team. Best man at my wedding, so that, you know, could That's be fun rooting with somebody. Yeah. Um, the you know fun town travelable that's actually doable for me definitely have it one but could also vibe yeah um they you know have they seem to have some reason to hate the penguins which i can get behind uh that would be um, because they got screwed in that cup final against the penguins yeah and i also by the way i like the weird like still having a team in atlanta energy too like I think there may be a team, like in Atlanta, team in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, there may be putting a team yeah, there. No. Yeah, I haven't stopped trying. That's the big creative idea, huh? Good job, Angel. 
Hey, look, that's a market. I believe in Atlanta. <laughs> I believe in the more than a lot of other markets that get suggested. Hell, even the Braves don't play in Atlanta. Ba-doom. Well, this this team wouldn't be in Atlanta. It'd be like that area just north of Atlanta. The suburbs. It'd have to be, yeah. Yeah, they're building an arena. So, go for the rich suburbs. Oh. Yeah, an overall party atmosphere in Nashville. Uh, they throw catfish on the ice, too. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say they're not particularly good right now, but there is potential for them to get good. I like Andrew Brunette as a coach. Barry Trotz a little unproven in the front office there. But, you know, I think he can definitely guide the team. Overall, if you're looking for a buy-low type of team, possible sell-high type of team, Preds are certainly an option there. Um, that being said, they do play in a difficult conference, so things can change there. But for long-haul buys, Preds are not terrible. No, not terrible. All yeah, right. They certainly are a solid one. I keep them in the top five. That's what I would do. Personally. Okay. Yeah, I All would right. definitely keep them there. Um, so... That's where that is. Okay. Um, we got Islanders up next, which I got to be honest, before you even start, I would really just cross this off here. You're getting into, like, basically the ice mets. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I love the Marley team called the Railers. That makes me laugh. Oh, worst sure, yeah. I don't want to have a team who could in any way encourage interaction with Rangers fans. So, you know, that's a problem. And okay, uh, these York, off. having a New York team is also a headache. I don't. I, was gonna say I hate Philly, teamers, yeah. like I could get there if I want to sit in traffic, like launch me into the sun, dude. I mean, like here's so the that's thing my too. Concern. Uh, if especially as far as traffic goes, they're going to be the worst because they're out in Belmont by the racetrack, so not great there. Although it is a nice building, so I will say that. Much. Yeah. Um, brand new too, so that's a plus there. Um, major downsides being they suck and the geriatric runs their team and they're locked into a lot of really bad contracts for a really long time and there's no real hope on the horizon so that's not good also a negative they haven't really done anything worth the damn since the 80s and another negative there is for a short period of time they were pretty much owned by a guy that didn't have any money uh, I would encourage you to watch the uh, Big Shot 30 for 30 for more information on John Spano, which is just a hilarious bit there. Also, any team that would willingly choose to employ Mike Milbury and then fire him for the one good decision he made, which is not giving a goaltender a 15-year Bobby Bonilla-esque contract, um, maybe is not a serious team that should be considered. So questionable contracts potentially no way to pay them it sounds like the san diego padres no no this is back in the 90s they, he just didn't have money for oh, okay this is far, like i'll put it to you like this it'd be some it'd be like if you managed to parlay yourself into owning gastonia mm, understood i feel you now yeah only see the thing is you'd be more competent than john spano oh nice i'll yeah. take that yeah honestly though if you are looking for a fun laugh and a good read John Spano's whole thing is phenomenal. It really is great. But, uh, yeah, I would right. personally, everything about this, I would just, I'd steer clear of the Islanders. They are not the kind of team to buy on. Fair enough. Yeah. So I, I think we just crossed those right. off right there. Um, Flyers, real quick. We got a couple more to go through here. Flyers. Yeah. Flyers, I mean, the obvious. they're my local team. Broad Street Bullies is a great energy. Last time there was um, anything worse. Jersey colors, no notes. 
Um, yeah. I live right next to their minor league team, like literally like eight minutes away. Yeah. Um, you know, no time at the present to start rooting for a terrible team. I mean, it can't get worse. That ad, um, though, on the jersey is pretty horrific, though. Yeah, don't love that one, man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Plus, they really do suck, and they really haven't won anything since the 70s. And even then, they it didn't is win much. crazy how long it's been. So, like, that's yeah. something you got to be concerned about there. Yeah, I really wish they figured out a way to get a black logo. Has me nuts. And the main one's uh, black. I want a blue. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I'm kind of vibing with it, kind of not. Um, obviously, I mean, at this it's point, I've leaving. been around them for so long, I'm still not a fan. But I guess, yeah, worth keeping them in the conversation. Yeah, I think leave them on because they're a local team, but when you start really cutting it down, maybe they're on the block here. Um, mm. but right now, uh, you got seven that are still remaining, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, San Jose Yeah, Sharks. we have four more for the sake of this sort of run here. Um, San Jose I don't Sharks. know. Never won. Feels relatable. Reliable yeah. for a good playoff run, though, which is kind of a fun energy. Very good uh, for a long time. The jersey and the colors are cool. I don't know. I, it's hard to tell. I don't really know, but like, Feels like they could be rebuilding, which would suck. They are rebuilding right like now, as that far is away as possible. Yeah, so, so I'm like, well, mm. so <laughs> immediate downside, of course, being West Coast and rebuilding. That's an immediate downside, mm. no doubt about that. That being said, a couple of pros on the San Jose Sharks front. Only to real major sports team in San Jose, unless you count the MLS team, which we're not. So that's a huge plus there. Uh, another little cool thing about them, uh, when they drafted their prospect a couple years ago, I believe it was Ozzy Weisblad. His mother's actually deaf, so what they had was they announced the pick, but when they announced it, they had someone do it in sign language, so that way she could see her son getting drafted and read it. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, so cool. that's, that's a big plus there. That was a huge thing, too. So, like that a lot. Um also, little known fact, they were on my West Conference team for a very, very long time. Liked them because Shark Log right. was really cool. Um, overall, yep. general vibes are great over there. Um, they are rebuilding, so you're buying low on that team, admittedly. But again, when they come out East, those are cheaper games, especially right now. Um, there's some young and exciting prospects there. Admittedly, they're kind of on the bottom of the rebuilding trend right now. So they're going to take a little bit of time here, but... And they are by far the worst team in the league. But if they go ahead and continue to be bad, they're going to get a good draft pick. And that means they're probably going to get uh, Macklin Scalabrini, who is the top pick. He is at BU at the moment. So that is kind of a fun thing to follow along with. Hockey people are really into prospects, arguably more so than baseball, which is signing something a lot. Because there's very few people that would stay up till 3 in the morning watching some random Russian kid. I'm sure. No, I wouldn't be one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, San Jose vibes. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Plus, I do like that their color scheme is a lot different. And that's a positive. And the reverse retros, when they went with the seal ones, were just beautiful. Just magnificent. So that's a huge plus, too. Yeah, I think they're definitely worth keeping around. Yeah, I think you got to leave them there. That's my thought. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Uh, it, the only thing is the location, really, and I can deal with losing. It's Tampa Bay up next here. Yeah, I mean, look, like they're a well-run organization, which I kind of love. Also, annoying Canada, as I mentioned before, is a plus. Um, the vibes seem cool. They seem like they're a fun team to watch. It's just like they're like either fast or like just like kind of cool to watch. Like I don't know. 
I find usually when I flip on their games, I'm like, oh, like this is fascinating. I could watch. Also, I would straight up die for the Orlando Solar Bears and their minor league team. So, like, that's a huge thing. Uh, I don't really know about the, their look right now. Their jerseys and all that are weird. And also, I don't want to be a front runner. And, like, they've, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, there's not a cool, amazing vibe around them. Like, it's not a ton of energy. I feel like it's one of those teams where they're, even if there is energy right now, if they start to suck, it would disappear, which is kind of weird. Mm. So, I don't know. So the thing with Tampa Bay is they go through cycles of being really good and then being complete dog shit. They're kind of at the end of the really good cycle right now. Uh, guys are getting older. They really can't afford to keep them. And they're currently, I think, kind of pissing off their captain. So that's not a great look. But then they're making moves. Yeah, that's a decision. They the do wrong have, direction. Yep, they do have a giant Tesla coil in there, and I believe they also have a pipe organ in their arena too. So not right. that it really would matter, yeah. but that is a cool and a nice touch. Um, the jerseys they have are probably what they're going to keep for like the next three or four years. And even then, they're probably not going to change them up all that much. So what you get is what you got. Um, they're also one of those teams that does that geo-restricted playoff ticket sale. So kind of some uh, not there's no lotto energy there doing that. So. We'll put yeah. it like that. So that is something to consider. It would be a little front runnery, not as much as going Vegas, which is up next, but. Certainly, that is a factor there. Uh, and surprisingly, that's not one of the teams that annoys Canada, really. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing. You would think it would be, but they have a lot of good old Canadian boys on that team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's part of it. And then the other part of it is Toronto just beat them to finally end like a 20-year playoff mm-hmm. drought of winning in the playoffs. So that kind of eased it over a bit. They didn't like when they were winning championships, but by and large, uh, they got those bubble rings, so that's a factor in it too. Okay. And then last one. Well, last two. You uh, got Vegas and you got Seattle. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Seattle. Yeah. Um, I mean, that may be enough Vegas, to take them off. I do. I don't. And Vegas. I mean, I feel like they're fun to watch. I don't know. I don't want to be a front watch. Uh, uh, yeah, front runner. I feel like. Like the, my negatives are evident on that one because yeah. I don't want to be a front runner. I feel like this is weird. The whole night thing, they're super into like the whole like pregame thing. I think it's kind of cringe. Um, but like, I, mean, I don't know. Vegas. I like to get a lot of, yeah. I mean, Vegas is a fun energy, but I don't know. I'm less sold on that from us, but like I might be missing something. I was kind of half in on that. Honestly, I just take them off at that point too because the way they do player transactions is to be blunt, shitty. They just straight okay. up business. They will cut you out. If they don't think you can help them win, I do respect that yeah. dedication to winning, but their players and handling the way they do transactions not exactly uh, what a pro player guy would love. So, okay, yeah. So maybe and then the Kraken, yeah. I love that's new. Haven't really missed anything with them. Mm-hmm. Cool logo, uniform, but I like the whole aesthetic. Um, also, probably shouldn't exist, which is a plus for me. Um, Seattle has. That, I love they have an AHL team called the Coachella Firebirds. I don't know if that team's going to stick around, but I think it's funny. Oh, no, they'll stick. Um, and then, I don't know, they already seem like potentially potentially permanently behind the eight ball. I don't know. Every time I see them, I'm like, does this team going to be okay? Like, be like, like, there's not much energy in the, sta- in, like, the arena. I don't know. It's, That's because it's weird... the, those ticks are expensive, dude. Jesus. I've really? looked it up. All right. Good okay. to know. They're very, they're very pricey. I'm not sure that's the selling point, but it's good to know. Fun fact, the lights went out there when the Rangers were playing there last week. Oh, that's probably fine. Yeah, so halfway through each period, they have to switch sides. So each team would play in the dark for half a period. 
mean, count it. Climate, uh, climate Pledge Fine. Arena. Also keep in mind their popularity may dip when the Sonics come back, too. Yeah, well, that's fine. I don't need to talk to me. Yeah, right. So with that... I mean, look at me. <laughs> fair. So we got six, nine... We got ten teams left here. We got to cut five of them. Okay. Well, I've got... You cut the Canes, the Jackets, the Islanders, and the Knights so far. Uh, I think we could probably cut Seattle. Jacket. I was going to also say Arizona. Okay, so we're going to cut the Yotes and we're going to cut... So I love that jersey, but still, I can't pick a team for the jersey. It's you can just buy the jersey if you really want to. Well, that's weird. Not if I don't cheer for them. That'd be stupid. I got a jersey collection. Oh, an idiot. Fine, then. You're not going to hate my collection. But, all right, oh, no. So everyone's going to know that I'm just completely winging it. All right, so let's cut out crack in there, too. All right, so we got Ducks, we got Panthers, we got Bolts, we got Preds, we got Stars, we got Flyers, we got Sharks, and we got the Oilers. How many more trying to drop today? We are trying to drop another three. All right. I'm leaning toward the ducks. Cutting the ducks. Yeah. All right. Let's cut them out. And maybe like Dallas and Tampa. I was going to say Dallas was one you were on the fence about. So let's cut out Dallas. Yeah. All right. So that would leave me with Philly, Nashville, Florida, Edmonton, San Jose. I think that's good. I can watch a few of those games over the next week or so, like see how I feel about it. Honestly, I think that's a good decision. So vibe with that. We got the Oilers, the Sharks, the Flyers, the Preds, and the Panthers left on the docket. So, Yeah, man. And let me know if you have any opinions. Anybody's still listening to this, which you shouldn't be, frankly. Honestly, you but, should uh, be. Hockey talk is the most enthralling part of it. Y'all just wait till like a year yeah. from now when I get them on, ho- on college hockey talk, and then it's just previewing games. Yeah. That's the offseason. I do love. That's really good. I do got to get a Princeton game for the season. Kind of wraps up on me before I'm ready for it. Dude, good news is Ivy League season just started. Those bat, those smart yeah, boys start late. Yeah. So nerds. The nerds aren't allowed to play in October. They got to wait till November. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right. I'll, I'll let you know if I end up up there. Yeah, yeah, definitely do that. So close it out. Plug your stuff. And then I can plug my stuff, and then we can end this. Uh, Indie Ball Nation got uh, most of the plan going for content for the off season, so I'm excited to start doing some more stuff. Get back on the YouTube channel. So, Indie Ball Nation, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. That reminds me, we were supposed to at some point go over the whole schedule, but we will. I didn't even have a concept of what it looked like until this past week. So, all right. So yeah. at some point, we'll uh, we'll go over that. Uh, Indie Ball Pod on the site formerly known as Twitter, and then uh, from there. Andy Ball Report and everything else. Uh, yeah, just kind of kick back and enjoy it. I'll have an off-season plan and we'll start doing some stuff uh, soon. And in a oh, week, yeah. and next week is actually Princeton's home openers. Their home opening series. Yell and Brown, they play. So, good to know. Thank you. So, on that note, the hockey report is concluded. Until the next time we drop the puck, don't forget to play ball.